Alright everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stronghold. As I mentioned at the end of the last episode, we're going to be doing things a little bit differently this week. Each one of our knights will be getting their own mini-episode as they do their own thing during the long rest at Linen Run's homestead. The next two will be released tomorrow and Friday, but for now, here's Draman. Okay, Draman. You wake up the next morning, you feel a lot better, but you still definitely have those several stab wounds. Other than that, how are you feeling? I'm still feeling a little, a little, a lot uncomfortable with their current situation. It's good that we found a place to stay, and I do like that. It just does feel slightly safe. Uh, the people we're with seem to be on our side, or at least understanding but it's still a scary place, and I'm still very on edge about all the things that are going on right now. <laughs> so as you wake up, you find yourself in that same sort of farmhouse attic room with your two companions, Freddy and Thomas. They're still definitely asleep. The same pattern that you always held in Caton as the early riser seems to come back pretty easily to you right now. And... Over by the stairwell, you see three bear traps, all armed and <laughs> ready to snap at, at the slightest brush. And from downstairs, you can hear the faint clinking and clanking of cookware and the smell of something nice in the oven. Okay, I, since I am the first one up, uh, do want to go downstairs. Uh, I'm going to have to take it very carefully around these... I'd say that at this point you're 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 pretty skilled at disarming. I'm, I'm proficient at disarming. You're proficient at disarming <laughs> Thomas's specifically, bear traps. Yeah. specifically Thomas's bear traps. <laughs> uh, he, he probably used to leave these things all over the Pilgrim House. You're saying he really has a problem with this? Like this is an issue? That he, it seems to be, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he's doing it a lot. Just an, uh, just an uncomfortable amount of bear. Well, any bear trap is an uncomfortable amount of bear traps. But this is—I mean, unless a, you're trying to trap bear, I suppose. This but... is excessive, uh, to say the least. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. So, um, skillfully uh, disarm uh, the bear traps that are in the way, and uh, slowly make make my way downstairs uh, and peek into the the kitchen area. All right, when you get down there, you see Run in the kitchen, and it looks like he's making up some simple breakfast. Probably probably very similar to oatmeal, but like fantasy oatmeal. <laughs> so, <laughs> fantasy oatmeal. It's actually entirely the same. It's just yeah. oatmeal. He's, yeah. he's making up some oatmeal. <laughs> but it's magic. Yes. Magically, <laughs> we can't say, magically tastes very good. <laughs> <laughs> mystically scrumptious <laughs> he's down there and he makes and he's making this <laughs> mystically scrumptious breakfast. you go downstairs and you see him making some what looks like oatmeal and which smells mystically scrumptious yes <laughs> mystically scrumptious yeah these aren't steel cut mm -hmm. oats they're mithril cut. Mithril cut oh yeah. that's where the, the good taste come from it's the <laughs> mithril cut um but yeah, it 
has all the appearances of a very cozy morning. So I'm going to make my way into the kitchen and kind of just make him aware that I'm there. All right. Yeah. He sees you come down. He offers you a bowl of the oatmeal. It does smell very good. And again, it is served with a tiny pot of honey on the side. I'm all about this honey. This is a, I do it's like delicious it. honey. Mystically so. This is just regular delicious. This is normal honey. It doesn't seem particularly arcane in any way. So the oats are magic, but the the honey, totally, totally normal. Yeah. Nothing magic about that. Okay. Uh, I eat breakfast. He doesn't really attempt to strike up a conversation. That's good, because I don't, I can't, (laughs) I can't do that. (laughs) But yeah, uh, he puts a bowl on the high table and he just goes back to what he was doing. And this form of sort of polite but unobtrusive hospitality that they have becomes the the model for the next several days as you recuperate. And for the first few days, it's especially Lynn. She seems very concerned with your wounds, and she takes care to dress them twice a day, make sure they're clean, and... While you don't know the magic she's using, while you don't know the spell, there does seem to be some magical healing going on as well, so that the wounds don't disappear, but they they close themselves without the need of stitches, and so that the bleeding subsides on its own, and so that infection does not take hold, and you're feeling physically much better. But other than that, they mainly leave you alone unless you start any type of conversation or interaction with them what what do you spend your time doing while you're here i am spending a lot of time in the house uh i am very interested in the process of of healing that is happening on me the the spells and everything that are being used the whole process during that time i i'm also trying to learn uh as the as as many basic words or at least sentence structure from this language as i can so i'm not completely out of the loop uh whenever anything is talked about whenever freddie's doing his his awkward miming uh sign language communication so at least trying to glean a little bit of the language um puttering around the house really other than the healing part uh i'm not motivated or comfortable at all going outside or going on any of the adventures i'm sure that ron goes on uh outside to to collect game or 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 anything um that's outside of the house not about that at all that world is scary out there. I got ganked the last time I was out there. Aggressively ganked um, yeah. the last time I was out there. I am all about being in the house and not doing anything dangerous. All right. Well, your time spent with Lynn is not unproductive. You definitely get a handle on some pretty basic words, a lot of food words, uh, a lot of... That's good. Those are the important ones. A lot of house words. But the sentence structure, it really eludes you. It seems just ever changing and honestly like you never really hear the same sentence twice i oh, mean that's the, great the, <laughs> the, the simple ones like here is your lunch though those are you can get those but to express larger longer more complex ideas it it does start to sort of bog you down in the weeds pretty quickly well it does make sense since each one of them basically told us a story and that was supposed to be their name and then yeah and then we told them our names they're like oh 
Aww. <laughs> so you, you do get a couple of the, the basic words. And actually, very quickly, Lynn figures out that your name is not Drummond, yes, but that... Yes is simply oh, oh no. a very short affirmative word. But I like that. I like Draven yes. <laughs> <laughs> but she actually picks up your language much, much faster. That makes sense. Our language is not that hard. <laughs> and she can communicate with you in, again, fairly short, simplistic sentences pretty easily after just the first five or so days. And by that point, it seems like she really isn't worried about your wounds too much anymore. They're they're starting to scar now and they're they're looking good. They're looking like they're supposed to. But she still has that concerned look in her eyes whenever she comes over to deal with you or whenever she whenever she gets help from you with one of the chores or in preparation of a meal. And then on the morning of the seventh day, when you come down and just start hanging around in the lounge again and starting to try and talk to her for the hundredth time in your own faulting approximation of her language. <laughs> she goes out through the small antechamber at the front of her house and out through the front door, and she leaves the building for a little bit, which is pretty abrupt. You haven't seen her just take off. when Just you... in the middle of a conversation, she just leaves. Not in the middle of a conversation. You were definitely trying to start one up, I oh, think. Okay, gotcha. And she, she holds up a finger and is like, wait here. Okay, I'm, okay. And she goes out, and maybe five or ten minutes later, she comes back. And in one hand, she is holding a fishing rod. And in the other hand, she is holding a bag of fishing equipment, hooks, line, bait, the like, and a hat. And she just hands it to you and says, outside today. Um, no, I, no, I don't, I don't think so. I have a lot of stuff to do around here today, and I don't she think She shakes that, her head, but she it, says, it's see, fine. It's, well, but fine. All see, fine. I think it's, get, I think the word fine is getting lost in translation, because it's, it, it's not fine, uh, and it's not gonna be fine, and I, I'm very busy. I'm just very busy. Fishing will with, heal. Will heal what? You. I'm fine. I'm just fine. I'm doing... Then fish. Fi hmm. We need dinner. Well, isn't that... Uh, isn't there somebody else that is better at fishing? I'm not good at fishing. I've just not... I've not fished. Draman. Well... You eat dinners. Yes. Go get dinner. Okay. And We'll I, be fine. I hesitantly take the equipment from her and the hat. Mm-hmm. And I put the hat on my head. Okay. And I go and get my shield and my hammer. You see that concerned look in her eye, but she doesn't say anything. And I throw my shield over my back and my hammer in my belt, and I cautiously make my way outside. So when you step outside, the world does not explode. Ah! Oh, okay, it doesn't. And nobody attacks you. Okay. And the trees are tall and they cast their shade all around you and there are birds up there and just to the right from where you're standing having left their house is the small lake the small alpine lake that sits there looking just as blue as blue can be it looks very very pleasant there's some logs falling over by the water it's idyllic well i'm 
getting over the initial shock of going outside because I really haven't. Uh, it does seem a little nice to actually be outdoors for the first time in, in a while. And I kind of take a deep breath and and make my way over to the water. It is calm, and you're glad you have a hat because the sun at this altitude is a little intense. It's calm, and it's quiet here, and the water is very still. And across the way, you can see the reflection on the glassy surface of the lake of the mountain. Well, I set my supplies down uh, and, and grab a seat and thread a hook onto the line and assuming there's some type of bait yeah yeah there are some some really thick grubs ah, uh -huh. that who knows where they came from but they're they're giant and squishy and kind of slimy great so yeah i'll put one of those on the hook and you cast off and there's a, a bobber at the end of the line and it rests there just on the on the surface of the lake and as you sit there in the sun you get warm and you wiggle around till you find a nice comfortable seat against this log and the hours begin to pass and i am uptight at first uh certainly and as time goes on very slowly very very slowly i'm starting to relax for the first time in a while this is a relaxing activity and i haven't up until this time really allowed myself to chill make me a perception check with advantage please 19 so even though the day wears on and it's warm and comfy and very still and very calm your eyes are still on the bomber and you do see it you see it twitch just a little bit before it is just ripped down off of the surface of the water. And so you are able to react. You're prepared for the hit on the line. Make me a dex check. 16. And you get it. Woo! So as the line is being pulled down, and as the bobber disappears from the surface, you pull back on the rod. You feel the hook set. And it's taut now. And there's a fish on your line. Strength check, please. Uh, 17. So you struggle with it for a while, and you're bringing it by, by increments, fighting it hard every step of the way. You're getting it closer and closer into shore until the line breaks, and it disappears. And whatever this was heads back down into the water. And you never got a sight of it, never caught a glimpse, but you were working on that. And Big fish. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be even bigger when I tell people about it. Well, you haven't seen it, so yeah, it's, what it, is there to tell? It's, it was like, it was the biggest fish that's ever existed, for sure. That was, <laughs> it was a shark. A lake shark. Yeah, it's, it's a, yeah, it's a freshwater shark. All right. Well, by this point, it's about mid-afternoon. You've been there, let's say, since nine, and we're probably talking about two or three. Okay. Uh, well, I was going to bait on again. Yeah, or? I was told I need to get fish. So at this point, I'm 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 dedicated. I'm I'm going to try and bring uh, a fish home or lose my armor trying. So yeah, yeah. Set set the line back up. 
uh, put another bobber and hook and and weights and uh, and uh, flashers and all kinds of stuff on it. Uh, so you getting serious now? Yeah, again, real serious. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah. They're... I, my waders on. Mm-hmm. I'm going out in the surf. You're going uh, out. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Um, I might I might put my feet in the water. I'm, okay. I'm kind of digging it. Um, so you know you've been in the antechamber in the little. The mud room, if you will. You've been in the mud room of the house enough. You know there are there are fishing boots in there. You can go get those if you like. Uh, keep your toesies. Yeah, yeah. Dry. I think I think I will go do that. Go grab the fishing boots and come back. And as you go in, as you open the door, you hear Lynn call out from the main part of the house. Catch any fish? I caught the biggest fish that has ever existed, uh, and it was so big that the entire line snapped and it almost pulled me in so i'm grabbing the boots so i can go back out and uh and and try again okay good luck thanks so i grab boots and slap them on and okay so you're out there you're standing and again several hours start to pass and it gets to be evening time the valley is cooling off and the wind starts to pick up coming down off the mountain and it it does get chilly out here you are thankful for the boots and make me another perception check please uh with advantage or without let's say with advantage good because i would have failed that uh not a lot better uh 17 17 all right it's good enough you notice and oppose dexterity not a great score for me. Oh, 20. Nat 20. So you notice it, and this time you're you're very prepared. And as soon as you feel that tug, you're able to, to get this fish on the line. And again, you're fighting it and fighting it and fighting it. And give me another opposed strength check, please. I can't believe I burned a 20 on a dex check against a fish. Uh, it's a 23. All right. And this time you're working this fish up and up and up. And this time you see a, you see the head of the fish break the surface of the water. And it is, even the head is big. I was right. It's a, it's a, it's a lake shark. The head of this fish, it breaks the water and you see the whole body thrashing. And this isn't a fish. This is some type of serpent. Okay. Okay. You've worked it. Out of the depths onto the surface where it probably hasn't been forever because it hasn't needed to. And the line snaps. Ah! That's fair. It's a sea monster. I can't believe the line held up in the first place. It's it's it's, it's a strong line. This is this is good. <laughs> this is high quality line. High high pound line. Magic line. Okay. But it does it does snap. It's evening now. It's cold. You're chilly. You you know that you've been shivering for a while, but you've been fighting it down. Yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll pack back up. This is I, I gave it a shot. So you did. Put all my stuff back, uh, and uh, make my way back home. All right. As you walk in, the smell of dinner greets you immediately. Ah, so that was a lie. We didn't need fish for dinner, and we are having mysteriously scrumptious oats, aren't we? No, you you walk in, and there's there is no meat today. Uh, but that's actually fairly common for. Lynn and run, and it is a very simple but very satisfying meal. And Lynn and run, they both ask you how the fishing went. So, did you know that there's a sea serpent in that lake? 
you didn't tell me that there was, uh, you know, Nessie in there. So what's up with that? Run turns to Lynn with a very confused look on his face and says, Nessie? And (laughs) she turns to you and says, is Nessie kind of animal? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a giant um, creature. It's a uh, so there's a sea serpent. There's a sea serpent. And you didn't tell me about that before I went out there. And I don't I don't appreciate that lake serpent. Uh, mm -hmm, Yeah, a lake serpent. That just sounds way lamer. Lake Eh. serpent, brackish water, big snake. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, New new aware of of serpent run uh tries to catch many times yeah uh, well i get that um i couldn't catch it i tried twice and and she looks sort of like a like a feigned shock on her face and she goes and, and she pats your arm she says but so strong yeah well it's well you know it's it's that i think it's the line i think the line is just not um, I think it wasn't strong enough. I think it it couldn't um, you know, it couldn't hold up to how strict. Yeah, no, I no, I just couldn't catch it. It's. Will you try tomorrow? I think I will. Good. Good. And the dinner goes on, and Lynn looks happy, and Run looks excited, and he, he has something out in the shop to show you tomorrow, though tomorrow. And when tomorrow comes, he is in your room. Like first thing, did did he does he know about the bear traps? Because I think Thomas has been setting those like every night. So yeah, he just pushes it yeah. out of the way. <laughs> it's like it's normal. commonplace. <laughs> <laughs> it's just normal at this point. He brings a stick with him. <laughs> wake up! <laughs> it's a weird alarm, but it works. <laughs> just three bear traps every morning. <laughs> but no, Run comes up. He pushes the bear trap <laughs> out of the way, and he shakes you, and he says, "Come for fishing." Oh, okay, okay, uh, and okay. And he leads you out. He leads you out of the house. But instead of going to the lake, he leads you to his workshop where you haven't been before. And over in one corner among a whole bunch of other nautical looking things, like you think you see a whale harpoon and <laughs> just crazy stuff, some of which would work in a lake and others definitely wouldn't. But he reaches up and on a hook, there is this coil. A long, long coil of fine, silvery fishing line. And he hands it to you. He says, use this. The best. The Okay. This this won't break? Shouldn't. And he shrugs. Okay. O- okay. I, I, I take it. All right. The lake is calm. It's still a bit breezy because it's the early morning. And the sun hasn't even yet broken the mountains. And it is, it's cold. He gives you one of his pretty hefty coats. And again, the boots and the hat for later. And as you walk past the door to the house, Lynn hands you a little sack full of food and the lake awaits. Okay, I take uh, the sack of food and and all my equipment and the new special line that I got and I head out there. The day unfolds much like the one before it. Although in the early, early morning that it is, It takes very little time before you start noticing some familiar ripples in the water. Nothing, nothing obvious, but it looks the same. And this time you're ready for it. This time 
you know the bobber's going to dip under the water before it even twitches. And when that serpent hits the line again, because apparently it just loves these grubs, <laughs> you know, and you get it immediately. And the fight begins once again, but stronger this time somehow, as though it was ready for you. Go ahead and make a strength roll, please. Uh, it's a 15. This time the line doesn't break, but you haven't worked it up out of the depths of this lake. And, and an hour passes, and then another hour passes, and your arms are, are burning with the effort. And over uh, on the other side of the lake, you think you even see Run watching you. <laughs> like eyes big as saucers. Yeah. Oh my God, he's got it. And, and the line hasn't broke. Make another strength check. Uh, that's a 17. You've heard fishermen tell stories about working the, the Leviathans up from the deep and you're trying anything <laughs> that might make even a little sense. Yeah. And you do, you get it up and up and up and it's, it's not too much longer before its head breaks the surface again and you see its really long form thrashing about on the surface of this otherwise tranquil lake. And the noise of its body and its tail hitting the water echoes off of the steep mountain walls all around you. But despite having been going at this for most of the morning so far, it doesn't seem to be showing any signs of weakness. And you know, you're, you're tough. You're, you're pretty swole. <laughs> yeah. But you're... You're also aware of your own limits, and, and you've been pushing it hard for hours now. And you're starting to question your ability to, to get this beast on shore. Woo. Woo. Okay, um, so yeah, my, I have been yanking this thing, uh, trying to get it out of the water for actual hours, and... My arms are just absolutely burning and they feel like they're about to fall off. And it is so hard at this point to hold onto the rod and keep pulling, let alone exert enough strength to make any forward progress. I'm, I'm, I'm determined, growing more and more determined as I get more and more tired that I... I'm going to get this thing out of the water. I need to get this thing out of the water. It's it's something that I've I've focused on, and I I I feel a little purpose now in trying to get this thing out. And I'm more and more determined, but I'm I I'm starting to realize that this 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 may not be possible. So when you come to the realization that it may not be possible, how does that affect you? Because right now you have two options: you can let the whole pole go, or you can keep fighting. I think I'm going to, I think I, I'm still determined. I'm still determined. I haven't given up yet. And I still think that I, I still think that I can do it. In the past, when you've been in situations where you are starting to lose hope, how have you dealt with that? Since my first experience, when I first was able to cast magic, I, I um, have not, I have not faced a lot of situations where I I lost hope. So this is a 
relatively new experience. And since since that that first time I've I've not had to experience desperation, I think I was I I I that was a moment of desperation and I called out for help and I'm quickly approaching the same amount of desperation and I'm I'm involved in this in a way that I didn't think I would be. This is uh, I'm 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 much more committed to getting this uh, all committed to getting this this snake thing out of the water than anybody ever should be about fishing. This has become more than just fishing at this point and it's becoming harder and harder and I'm I'm realizing that that it may not be possible and I'm I'm reaching that point in desperation that I originally originally got to and I begin to realize now like I did then that this is beyond my ability. I have reached a point that no sheer amount of determination is going to get me through. And I don't know if I actually saw Ron over there. I don't know if anyone is around me, but I realize that I will not be able to pull this up on my own, and I call out for help. Okay. Let's roll another strength check. Okay. And go ahead and add a d4 to your roll. Um, so it's a 24. 24? Mm-hmm. You have felt your body moved by the strength of another before. Every time you have asked for, for guidance or just another ounce of physical stamina from your gods, you have felt their presence rejuvenating your muscles and and lending their aid to you and it felt different than this but you are filled with enough strength and as as you get back into it as you as you buckle down for the to to make it or break it you start to make progress again and you start to pull this thing in and you are able to get it up to the shore to the point where it's in shallow water and you can see this is an enormous creature and it is thrashing in every direction trying to at this point just break this line which it cannot do and it is at your mercy now you can pull it up on the shore you can i guess you don't know if the line can be cut but you've won congratulations i see it and have a brief moment of realization what just happened. I was able to get it up here and I don't know how, but I know it wasn't just me and that realization is big. It's 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 a lot. It's a lot to handle. And in that moment I try and uh so I don't know if the line could be cut, uh, but I, I guess I'm gonna grapple the head of the fish. No, uh, you can just hold on to the line okay. and pull it up. Okay. Uh, uh so you don't have to you don't have to get in there with it <laughs> okay. it's on your turf now okay. literally um, but i have realized that i was invested in this in, in in a certain level and it wasn't about the fish and i am going to reach down and try and uh, pull it up a little bit hold down its head and and unhook it and push it back in the water really you're not bringing home dinner not bringing it home you do see around its mouth as it is thrashing there are about two dozen 
lines, fishing lines, streaming out of its mouth from places where Run has in the past tried to land this fish. And you see him over on the other side of the lake just flipping out, <laughs> running over to you. And he is, like, he's moving fast. He is, to put it in the words of Thomas or Freddy, he is booking it. <laughs> yeah. And just, like, jumping and, and throwing his hands in the air. And you can hear his whoops and his hollers. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to let it go. Okay. You have a knife on you. It was part of the fishing tackle. And when you take it and cut the line, the line cuts easily with very little resistance at all. And without having to touch the serpent itself, you just let it thrash its way back into water that is just deep enough for it to slither away in. And it disappears back down into the deep blue depths of this lake. And when Run comes over, <laughs> yeah. you've never heard his language spoken with such impossible outrage and just completely baffled. He is lost. His, he, he is literally speechless <laughs> after, yeah. after his brief burst of exclamations and probably expletives he is just purple in the face and he cannot think up a single word of yours that he even knows at this point i tell him it's okay it wasn't my fish and he's just staring at you like mouth agape like closing and opening but with no sound coming out just agog uh-huh then he just turns and he's just staring into the lake. <laughs> you get... And I, I think he needs to be alone for a moment. That's or fine. Several. I feel peaceful and I collect the, the tackle and everything and throw it over my shoulder and walk back towards the house. And when you walk inside, Lynn says, did you catch it? I caught it. All right. I'll get the oven ready. I didn't bring it back. She looks at you. Oh, did Run see? He did. Oh, okay. Well, not sure to how to help good on that for one. You. Thank you. Um, I I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna go for a walk. Good. And she nods and she says, "Good." Hey there. Before I let you go, I just want to say thanks so much for listening to Stronghold. Remember that we are releasing another one of these long rest mini episodes tomorrow and Friday. And as always, if you like what you hear, tell your friends, follow us on social media, and get the word out there. Okay, talk to you later.